Welcome in, everyone, to episode 93 of the Barely Educated Podcast. I am Mark Jansen, joined, as always, by the well-traveled Chris Teichler, who, I have it on good authority, was trying to decide between Giordano's or something (laughs) and Portillo's, which means, my friends, (laughs) he's doing good. I don't have to ask because he is in the fine city of Chicago. All right. It's right. I am uh, in my hotel on Michigan Avenue, the Magnificent Mile. Impressive. I have no idea how I stumbled upon an, uh, a deal I could afford to stay here, but I did. This so, time of year, too. I know. I know. So but I'm, I'm in Chicago for a the Midwest Band and Orchestra Clinic. And uh, ironically, I missed most of the Bears game today because I was in Chicago. <laughs> you know that is pretty good irony. <laughs> I'll buy that as ironic. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unlike Alanis Morissette, you, my friend, seem to know what irony is. <laughs> Everything she yeah. cites in that song is really just annoying, yeah. <laughs> as is the song. So the Bears played the Eagles just like we predicted. It wasn't competitive. Actually, pretty good showing for the Bears. It was, yeah. And I should, even though I didn't watch most of it, I did listen to most of it, hearing uh, Joni Ekin Thayer on the, on the call. And um, it's fun to hear the hometown hometown guys, even though Joni Ek doesn't always give you enough details. Have you ever heard him call a game? I, I, this people are going to get upset about this. I think they're very overrated. Oh, I think I Joni Ek doesn't give you enough details, and I think Thayer's been brutal on fields. I'm gonna, on the radio. I'm gonna like, his interviews have been bad. Yes, I'm going to agree with you. Like, Joniak's got some unbelievably legendary calls, too. Oh, yes. Like, I prefer him to Thayer, I guess. But they're all right. I, but people act like they're amazing, and I'm like, eh, they're all right. Uh, you know, like... So yeah. I will rescind the offer to come on the pod to them. Then, <laughs> which they were just on the brink of accepting. Yeah, today he uh, in particular was a little too excited about uh, Jack Sanborn. He referred to him as Jack Erlacher at one point. Have you lost your mind? In the no. game. and I and I saw also that cousin Nate uh, pointed that out as well in our text thread, our show Whoa. text thread. I didn't even get to say it. Oh. Uh, Hang on, I well then okay, so I have been in communication with both cousin Dan. Cousin Dan and cousin Nick. Cousin Nick. Cousin so they're all avid listeners. Now I gotta see if Derek, the youngest brother of the cousins, is listening. That's this week's project. We'll figure that out. So it's a family affair now. That that's like a third of our listeners right there. Wow. <laughs> Keep it coming, man. Yeah. Just kidding. No one in my hey, hey. I've been trying to just to get my wife to click the link just to give us the one number. <laughs> just hit the link once. Every vote anyway. counts. Yes. I got I to start sending it to my kids. She'll listen. Mm. Avery would listen. Hey, shout out to Avery also. Comes by in like the fourth quarter. She's like, hey, they're pretty. that's pretty close. That's not bad for the Bears. Wow. <laughs> it's like she knows football so well already. And to be honest, I mean... She looks at the records, and then she looks at the score, and she's like, oh, they're not doing too bad. Yeah, yeah. They the Bears, what were they, Under 10-point underdogs? So they covered. Nine, I think, by the time the game started, okay. but yeah, a ton. So they covered, and yeah. the defense missing... Uh, Everyone. 
everyone the secondary. Yeah. Everyone up front that matters. Actually did okay against the best team in the league. So uh, Is this the best defensive performance since San Francisco, New England? I mean, New England doesn't have much of an offense. It say, might be the best defensive game they've played since week one, considering the opponent. Yeah, that's good. That's uh, worth worth discussing. I think. So, yeah, let's start there for once, because why not? Everybody yeah. knows we'll get to what matters. But <laughs> Mike Pinnell had a good game, but he's a hothead. Mm. He's just always on the brink of a personal foul, but had a really nice game, forced that fumble, oh. got a couple pressures. Um Kyler Gordon had by far his yes. best game as a pro. It was a good day for the young secondary. Brisker's always pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um Jalen Johnson, despite average, you know, allowing what looks like a ton of yards, they some of those were on Jalen Jones, mm-hmm. who has been okay for where he was acquired, right? Like you didn't expect much, but he's been okay. Mm-hmm. But Jalen Johnson had a great battle with AJ Brown all game, but the Eagles are just that good. They're gonna get you and he's gonna beat you mm-hmm. some. And I didn't think I didn't think like the numbers don't tell the story of the Bears' defensive effort today. They kept it close with the turnovers too. Yeah, that definitely helps. And it would have been nice if they could have capitalized on the turnovers more than they did. Are they only mm-hmm. seven off of one of them? Is that? I don't remember how many. I think it was, that's it, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. But out of the three turnovers, they only got points. On yeah. Them. Other than Pennell's a couple plays, there's still nothing on the defensive line. I mean, the edge guys are just nothing. Like, there's nothing to be said, but that they do not impact the game. Mm-hmm. Not in a positive way for their own team. <laughs> Dreadful. And think about uh, how much any pass rush would make the secondary look even better. Yeah, so, like, considering the opponent. And, I mean, you knew they weren't going to get home against that line, right? Right. right. I, I, For how long they had to cover, too. I thought the secondary played well. And that's a really, really important thing. Um, and then Sanborn gets hurt and that stinks. Jenkins gets hurt. That one's scarier. Yes. They ended up saying it was his neck. Uh, shut him down for the year. He doesn't have anything to prove to me. Mm. Just hope it's not anything like the injury that caused rookie issues and him to fall in the draft, which was back. Yeah. So like neck back. Uh, you know, do you really trust football coaches and teams on the, way they report that like i just hope it's not that same thing yeah um, we'll what... know more that i think that's the story of the week is what is wrong with jenkins hmm. that's the thing i most want to hear about well Wednesday. from what what i heard Eberflus didn't seem too concerned in his post game interview no and i think they've done a good job overall when i'm not watching a game and you know irrational for the three hours that we watch the games yeah. of doing a pretty good job than the Falcons game with Fields, of being safe with injuries. I mean, Gordon and Brisker missed two games. They didn't screw around with the concussions. They brought out the cart, which scares you, but then you find out it's his neck, and it's like probably precautionary. So, Hope so. good on them for taking this stuff seriously with, with that. Yeah. They didn't do that so much with Fields, which bothers me, but otherwise they have been, I think, pretty careful. And they did make Fields City game that he didn't want to sit. So right, right. And he's had a, a couple plays or a series today, I read. He cramped up. Oh, yeah, okay. And we had one Nathan Peterman to Simba Webster pass, which I think tells you pretty much everything about the Bears roster that you could possibly need to know <laughs> in one little snapshot. Hey, I didn't see anyone on Twitter. We got to give this Nelson Peterson another shot. He looked pretty good. 
So that's yeah, that's true. That's even you know your QBs arrived when no idiots on <laughs> social are crying for the backup. Um, well, I, I want to do a little bit of media stuff later, but yeah. I guess let's talk about the offense now too. Okay. The line stunk. Cody yeah. Whitehair cannot block a stunt to save his life. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why he's a veteran. I I have big questions if if they're going to bring him back. I know you don't want to make another hole, but I also want the bar to be way higher than the play he's giving you. Yeah, agreed. But That's... you need so I would sign a center, a guard, and a tackle. And uh, I would be I mean if they signed all three of those positions, I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. If they just do center and tackle, I'll understand. But Whitehair's cap hit is like ten. I think his his uh. If you cut him, it's like six, so you might save a little bit. But they have so much money. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's hard to say. Um, I think the other thing to note was the right tackle was pretty dreadful, whether it was Reef or Leatherwood. Reef or Leatherwood. And I want him to play Leatherwood, and I don't mind it rotating around. He looks like a guy who's shaking off rust. Great job picking up that fumble, though. Yes. Um, schematically, really stupid couple plays that they, they can't do much. I mean, I saw Adam Hogue was all worked up about the flea flicker. Adam Hogue, would you please stop? Can you go back to like the Adam Hogue of a couple years ago? Because this current version is awful. Yeah, what what do you want them to do? They can't do anything. They have to try trick plays. Who yeah. cares when it is in the game? Oh, no, they did it in the fourth quarter. Oh, the horror. <laughs> oh, no. Stupid takes after stupid takes with him now. It's like he's lost his mind with having so much he has to say on CHGO, which is that could be, mostly not any good. They do anyway. A, they do a show every day, don't they? Holy yeah, it's, just, it's way too much, and he's gone downhill considerably, and it's really annoying. Because I was always like, whenever they would do the, you know, the media March Madness that the guy does on Twitter yeah. for the Bears beat, I was always like, hmm, Holger Johns by the end of it. Mm. And now it's like, not going to be difficult at all. That's, right. that's just frustrating. It was just another weird day of media coverage, but not the way it normally is. But the other schematic thing, the one I actually hated, was Cole Komet blocking Hassan Reddick one-on-one on one play that got Fields killed. Yeah. Should have been a penalty. Two at least pay plays where there should have been a penalty. Yeah. Can yeah. I ask you this, which is probably no answer? Okay. I don't know if any of the listeners wonder this too. How come Matt Aberfluss is never shown during the games? And he's never chewing out the refs protecting fields. Every other coach in the league is like constantly doing that. And I don't know if it's that they're just not showing him or if he's like just waiting till they send the tape to the league office. I want to see him red faced in a ref's face over a hit on fields once. And I, I can't, am I crazy or can you remember a time he really did it? No, not that it I've... could be the cameras. I'm not saying he's not doing it. I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I have not. I'm not seen anything like that. I haven't thought about it though since, but since you bring it up, looking back, no, I can't. But he, it seems like he tries to stay pretty level headed and spread that. Which up. I appreciate but, most of the time for sure. Yeah. Um, but man, I'm sick of seeing Fields get hit in the head and no one cares. It's, it's wild. Yeah, like didn't Sue slap him in the helmet in one play? Yeah, and uh, the guy with like the dirtiest reputation practically ever. At least in the modern era, he's as dirty as anybody playing the game by reputation. Mm -hmm. So, like, he shouldn't get any benefit of the doubt. What's wrong with you people? Anyway, but Fields had a good game again. Another good one. Yep. That scramble was absurd. Oh, my goodness. Just, 
I, Every I week I'm like, well, he won't top that one this year, and then he goes out and basically tops it. Yeah, okay. So, what that? What's that last one going to be against the Vikings, man? I don't know. <laughs> it's my quarterback. Yeah, but, I, I watched um, them playing baggage claim at Midway, and I was like, oh, 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 with my headphones on, you know. Are you stupid or something? We have a medical emergency at baggage claim. <laughs> A man has passed out. <laughs> Security, please. <laughs> no. Um. And then, is it? It was. Was does that count, Dan Weederer? The touchdown <laughs> at the end of Pringle. Does that count? He didn't get the ball back. Uh, are we still having to learn to win right now? To paraphrase Parkins, I haven't seen a whole lot of chatter about the fact that he got him within one score and then they never got the ball back. It's weird. It's almost like it doesn't fit a preconceived BS narrative. And so they don't talk about it. Just a dreadful year for the Chicago media on the whole, I would say. Yeah, they, they, for the most part, I've always been pretty bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but it's a Some of the radio thing. guys are quite a bit better than the beat guys, and that's yes. weird. Yes. Like, I'll take Parkins over any one of them but John's probably on the beat. Mm. As, a, as far as analyzing. Yeah. Like, some of them, like Biggs can report. I have no use for his, his analysis. No, no, no. But he's clearly got sources with the organization. He's a good reporter. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I don't want to dovetail too much into that. It just gets repetitive. But uh, I just thought it was really interesting that the usual chirping on Twitter wasn't really available to him. And instead of being like, hey, that was great. Look, gr- love to see it. I-, I haven't hardly seen anybody saying that. Mm-hmm. So did it not matter because it wasn't close enough game? <laughs> I need, I need like – the rules. What's the rule book for how we're supposed to react to this? Because I saw a TD late in the game that the Eagles players were impressed by him mm-hmm. for doing and pr- impressed by him the whole game. And I'm going to just go out on a limb and say I'm much more interested in what they have to say than reporters. Yeah. And players around the league are excited about Justin Fields, and I hope that helps with recruiting. Oh, how could, oh. How could it not, you know? I'd right. want to play with him. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I could probably block a stunt as well as Cody Whitehair at this point, which is to say, not at all. Yeah, poor Whitey Cody. Yeah. This jerk Manson can't block at all. Oh. <laughs> hey, the uh, the the touchdown um, that you were just referencing—that's a play that Fields maybe doesn't make earlier this year. Like he probably keeps running. Yeah, even a few weeks ago, but he. Real quick, uh, he didn't even pull up, just in stride, like, slapped the ball real quick, boom, 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 and it was a uh, uh, pretty quick release throw, too, and just effortless, what, 30 yards on the field, just just a little... Yeah, wee. no problem. I mean, he's... It, it probably deserves more attention, even though I feel like this is basically a Fields, fields and Bash the Media podcast lately, <laughs> but the QB is the least of our worries. When do we I, ever say that as Bears fans? Like, never. I just... I think it, it was... It looked so effortless that it almost disguised how great of a play that it was for him. Well, it was the busted coverage for sure, but just the sheer athleticism put it on the point moving. Mm-hmm. But so, on the run, uh, he didn't slow down at all. He is he clearly going to be just fine as a passer. He yes. just needs more talent around him for it all to be really clicking. He's a running back. Fine, he's the best one in the league. Then, if <laughs> if, he, if he's not injured, hey, like shot. he's the most entertaining one. <laughs> yeah, and shout out for getting a thousand yards rushing. The only the third quarterback in NFL history, and he's got three he's games so. left. Yeah, 
Yeah. Now, did you hear him after the game? I did not. They asked him if he if he wanted to go for a thousand yards rushing like next year consistently or whatever they phrased it. And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, I I do it out of necessity. I'm just trying to put as many points on the board as I can. But now we, you know, everybody knows it's it's there. And I'm like, yes, build off of that threat. It's gonna be fun in the future. It's obvious he wants to throw. Like he's he's trying to throw deep. As often as he can, you know? Yeah, oh, he's a big game hunter. Nate Tice's point from when he was drafted. Uh, they have not coached that out of him, which I'm thankful, because I think they get really conservative way too often. Mm-hmm. But they have not coached that out of him. Yes. And uh, what are the thing on fields? And then I want to talk about the coaches. Okay. Shout out to former pod punching bag, Dan Orlovsky. Who tweeted that if Ryan Poles does his job with Justin Fields, this is a Super Bowl contender in 24. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. There are plenty of national guys who are like, eh, whoops, I was wrong. He's good. And they're willing to admit it. I'd like to see the local guys follow suit. Yeah. Uh, like, national guys are better on fields than the local guys as a whole. I know, isn't that a shame? It's weird. It's isn't weird. That not that they're not, some of the local guys are fine, but a bunch of them aren't. And it's really, why are you guys so, like, who peed in your Cheerios? You have a quarterback. You've been doing this for 15 years. I think you'd be excited to have a quarterback. Yeah. So, the coaches, I have a really important question. Got it. I'm ready. Hit me. I am not advocating for firing. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and use all the crap Fields is working with to defend him all season and then say fire the coaches. So that's not what I'm going for at all. All But what can the coaches show you in the next three weeks to help you feel good about them schematically, strategically, if anything, going into next year? Like what can they do to help us feel good about them and not just be glad the players play hard, which is like really important, by the way. It is, yeah. But is is there anything we could see from the coaches that we could be like, hey, that's cool. I'm I'm more encouraged than I was in October or whatever. Yeah, the I I listened to the uh, the score post game show and Patrick Manley actually put it real well that in the game by at the end of the game it really came down to the team that had the more talent won. Oh, it's yeah. I mean, they got blue chippers everywhere. The the Bears got one. I caught a little bit of that. Yeah. So the fact that. It was a close game with the best team, at least in the conference, right? With this roster. And all the guys hurt. We haven't even talked yeah, about that yeah. beyond the guys. That, I mean, before the game hurt. So overall, it's actually, you know, kind of impressive what they've been able to do. I mean, even though they've lost seven in a row, but they've been in pretty much every game with one guy and ten other guys. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So so uh, they play hard. Yes. Yeah. So on the whole, I think I'm okay with what we've seen from the coaches. I would, and I liked more blitzes that were dialed up today because you're not getting pressure, you know, from the front. Yeah, except for some of them were so predictable. You could tell the Eagles are like, hey, we throw it here. But but again, maybe with better talent, it's, you know, more effective. Yeah, I don't know. What what are they supposed to do? You know, that's why I'm saying I'm not, that's why I'm trying to be clear that I'm not saying, oh, they should fire him. I'm, I'm just trying to find us reasons for optimism about them like we have with fields and i don't know what that looks like the final three weeks really i think having this this team that is a lot of people that won't be in the nfl next year (laughs) is being is competitive even though they're losing i think that's a very good testament 
to the coach. Yeah. But they're at least getting the players to to fight and not give up and yeah. stay in. I, I think the answer to my question for me is I want to see that they're flexible. Because one of the better things they've done is a, a traits that Eberflus has demonstrated is he's not stubborn. Mm-hmm. which I think is a coach-killing trait very often. Yeah. And so I, on that note, too, I want to see them keep tinkering, keep giving young guys a chance. A guy that I think is frankly quite awful at NFL football did get a lot of snaps on offense, Valus Jones. Yeah, Not sure why he's not returning punts. He should still be doing that, too. Guy is bad. He's not good, but you got to figure out what's going on with him. He's not. Terrible process drafting a gadget player in the third round. Just terrible. Can That's probably Poles' worst move. Can you cut a third round? They might cut him in the offseason. It's possible he's not even a bear next year. I, I It wouldn't surprise me. He, but it would be a terrible process just reinforcing that. Yeah. So, uh, But I want to see him play more because I want to know what we have there as best as we can. Yeah, and, and more specific route uh, route running. And not get And then the other thing I want, yeah, for sure. Stuff like that, yeah. Sorry. The other thing I want is when they're in the red zone, I want them to go ahead and be aggressively throwing the ball in the end zone. Yeah. I don't it, care if it's tipped, picked, anything. Just stop the turtling up because you might as well practice that with these reps that aren't going to hurt you any. And sort of along those lines, I would be okay with fewer called run plays for fields. Yeah, they weren't really fooling anybody. It's okay. clear that that was fun for a while. But the magic is happening most of the time now when he makes a guy miss and he breaks a tackle. Exactly. I guess the Green Bay TD was a called run. I couldn't quite tell. Today's big, huge run was definitely improv. Right. Mm-hmm. So, some greatest capability, too. Like, there were two times I think I thought, oh, he's down. And, oh, no, he's he's still – he's still – oh, my gosh, he's still going. <laughs> yep. So – uh, I think those are reasonable asks on the defense. Uh, honestly, I don't know. I thought the the best thing they did defensively today was they didn't just do the same stupid thing they've done all year. Yeah. Even though they're not any good at blitzing and went, some of them are way too predictable. I also thought they covered the yard to gain better than they have in previous games where they're back off too far. Mm-hmm. Like that, that effort, if they played that defensive effort versus basically anyone they've played in this losing streak, they would have beat them. I'm saying, like, they would have won the Lions game. They would have won the – oh, they would have whooped the Falcons. Couldn't tackle to save their lives that game. They would have won, I think, the Packers game. Yep. You know, like, it's, that's just kind of funny and maddening in a way. But – so I'm just trying to find reasons to, like, be optimistic about more than just the, just the QB. Yeah, understandable. And uh, for me, I'm – I like most of – I like more than a – not like from Eberfus and the staff. Obviously, Getze, I think, uh, coming out of that uh, short buy that they called it, really, what we've seen since then has really given me a lot of faith in him. But uh, Again, they're definitely not stubborn. Right, right. And he might be gone. But if he's gone next year? I doubt it. I, no, know he, I don't think so. But I know who you hired, though. Nathaniel Hackett. Because I think oh, he's yeah, definitely. <laughs> Bears country, let's ride. Even though the Broncos <laughs> won't <laughs> hey, Let's speaking of, and I've been picking on him. This is good tweets by Hogue. See, he's perfectly fine when he's not analyzing fields. He just lost his mind on fields. With the Broncos win today, the Bears are now guaranteed a top two pick if they lose out. And with the Saints win, the Bears are guaranteed a top four, even if they win one. Oh, okay. 
I still think that's possible. It's still the NFL. You can't. You yeah, can't can, let's NFL talk about there. that. Right? Holy football weekend, my friend. <laughs> Melty Ice blows a 33-point lead. Ooh. You know what? There's a match made in heaven that I demand happen in the NFL. I need Josh McDaniels to play with Matt Ryan. Because <laughs> Daniels almost blew a huge lead, but then they had the unbelievable walk-off winner. I oh, think that's legitimately the craziest play I can remember. Did you... It's like what that and the Music City Miracle are the two like yeah. crazy flukes that stand out to me. I think my favorite moment of that play at the end of the Raiders game was how uh, the stiff how, arm, the stiff arm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like get out of here. <laughs> I've been waiting all day to show everyone else that you're no athlete. Oh my thud. god! I think I laughed out loud when I saw that. I, like it, it almost looked like he was more determined to stiff arm Mac Jones than score, but he was pretty sure it was going to yeah. work for both. But like, if he had to pick between the two, I think he might have like went ahead and done the stiff arm yeah. uh, down to the abyss. Man, that was hilarious. <laughs> you know what else I thought in that moment? I thought Phil Emery drafted. Uh, oh gosh! Instead, why do you hate us? I'm sorry. Shane McClellan. Shane McClellan. Shane McClellan. Yeah. Uh, Chandler Jones drafted Shane McClellan. Oh, oh, who's still making plays, clearly, as we said. That's a real shame. That, oh, yes. well, he hilarious. finally is healthy again. He was hurt most of the year. Get out of here. Chicago, Chicago winter sports. Bad, 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 bad. bad. Yeah. I, uh, Bills, Dolphins was awesome. So many good games this weekend, though. Back to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Two more to go. One is what is the score of that game? 14 3 or something? Uh yes. And then Green Bay and the Rams. Green Bay and the Rams. Let's go, Baker. Mayfield. Not Green Bay out of the playoffs for good. They're still like eight, they have an eight percent chance. Uh I saw in, that. Uh, and my friend Bob from Chicago uh texted me. He said, I will not rest until the Packers are eliminated. <laughs> You're one of the good Bobs, Bob. Hey Bob, my friend Bob. Known in my whole hey. You got anything else from this game or weekend? I, I uh, want to do some baseball on the way out. One la- oh, okay. One last thing. Um, I think I would be just fine if the Bears decided to give David Montgomery another contract. I think he's a nice third down or three down back. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to break the bank. Yeah, I'm probably with you. It's not I, like it's going to be huge. Right. I, I was not sure earlier. They got all the money in the world. But uh, it doesn't seem like he's losing a step as the season goes on. No, and I mean, if they wanted to make a bigger splash, I'd understand because they're so run predicated. But if if I had to pick between Montgomery, but they also try to build a real NFL passing attack – and Saquon Barkley, but they're the goofy sixty runs all the you know a game yeah. bears. I'll take the the uh, the build a passing attack with Montgomery. But here is the thing I've been trying to get across before he got hurt. Khalil Herbert's a much better fit for this scheme as a runner, right. and he's an absolute nightmare in the passing game. Yes, he's one of the worst blockers you will ever see so far in his career. So if 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 you're trying to really be a little more modern and throw the ball a little bit more, I don't know that he can be your every down back. Not this version of him. So you do need Montgomery or someone, I think, still. Yeah. And there's a great group of running backs in free agency, so he's not gonna 
get some humongous massive deal. Anyway, that I just that was something I thought of today. I thought, you know what? Like you got Barkley, Josh Jacobs leads the league in rushing, right? Like David Montgomery is not going to be the Dansby Swanson of this running back group. Hey, like, wow, that's still a huge deal. Look at that segue. Nice segue, yes. So I waited until the Cubs did something to talk baseball so it wouldn't <laughs> just be Thank you. You know, the Contreras move only. Oh, what did you okay. think of the Swanson signing? Well, like you said, I was glad they did something. And um, Matt Spiegel on the score, he was the, the guy like a week or two ago who said, I think the Cubs should get Swanson. I think he'd be the best fit for them. Um, so I kind of tucked that away. Uh, He's the big baseball guy on the score, too, exactly, as far as exactly the, the hosts go. Yeah. So when he talks about baseball, you know, I, I uh, lean in a little more. And, you know, yeah. Because, yep. you know, just from what I knew, it seemed like, oh, Correa's the guy you want to get, right? He's the he's the big name. He's the... Yeah, Turner was, like, to the Eagles before the season ended, pretty much. Everyone was talking about that one. Philly. And Correa's the better hitter. Did you say Eagles? I said Eagles. I meant Philly. <laughs> it's all on my Oh, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's, innovative he's a heck of a running back. He got a short um, there, yeah. So Swanson's interesting because the Cardinals were linked to him by all these random rumor people that I don't think actually have any sources. But so I looked into him a little bit, and I'm going to throw out a name that his signing reminds me of. And just don't throw anything at the screen. At the time of the signing, is what I'm saying here. He reminds me of the Jason Hayward signing, oh, a guy who's really good at lots of stuff. And you look at his offensive numbers, and you're like, why aren't these better? throughout the years, but he's definitely playing better offensively lately. Yeah. He had a really good first half this year, but a really bad last couple months. So, but, but Hayward with the time that the Cubs signed him was that same, you know, do it all player. That's a good leader and all that stuff, which of course that part really mattered did. for the, the 16 team. Yeah. But I think if I was a Cub fan, my concern would be, they have to realize they're nowhere near done with the offense. They might be this year. Swanson's not carrying an offense. No, no, no. But no. but your middle infield's great now defensively. Yes, and I, the Cardinals prove all the time be solid defensively, especially up the middle or just in the infield. Yeah. And pitch well and you can win a ton of games in a crappy division. Yeah. That's, so that's, there's a lot to like. That's one of the things I really but, like about it is that I think Nico Horner is going to be a fantastic second baseman. Even though he did fine at shortstop for the Cubs, I think that uh, him playing second, like you said, makes the infield, the middle infield, really, really solid for the Cubs. And I think Swanson is definitely fourth out of four out of those players in that shortstop market. His contract is also the one that you're not like, well, that's ridiculous. Right. Seven so the, years. the Cubs raised their floor – for sure, but they still need to go get the star bat somewhere, trade deadline, next offseason, whatever. Yeah. They're and, better than they were, though. And I think they're really high on some of the guys in the farm system, too, that'll be up. And you have a really great outfielder and at least first baseman. I've seen him hear a lot of chatter about those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the, meanwhile, the Cardinals got Contreras. Yeah. Who's the anti-Yadi. He really is. Because he's more bat than glove. Though I guess he has a great arm. He does have a good arm, yes. 
Can... And I know from talking with cousin Nate that the pitchers didn't seem to like pitching to him much. Mm. But do the catchers still call games in normal scenarios? Isn't that what Pitchcom's doing now? Yeah, you don't see uh, pitchers waving off catchers anymore. You know, like when we were kids. Yeah, like leaning in. Like, how much does that matter now? And framing, if they ever get to the robot assisted umps, at the very least, will framing be important? Uh, probably not. No. Obviously, they had to get a catcher, so it's perfectly reasonable there. And he's a good and, bat. He's a really good bat. Yeah, and they need a fiery guy in their little happy-go-lucky clubhouse. Although Arenado's pretty fiery. That's a great diamond, man. <laughs> Those four. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they they got a heck of an infield. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's fun. By the way, how much do you think Arenado cost himself by opting in? He's got, you know, 100-something left. He would have gotten $300 million in this market, wouldn't he? Probably. He's a little older than most of those guys, but I don't think the teams would have resisted. Maybe high twos. Yeah, the way the shortstops were getting paid. Considering that his bat obliterates all the guys that just signed from a pure power production standpoint, you got to figure he'd have been at the top of that market. So God bless him. Yep. Speaking of that sort of tangentially related, we got to talk about that story sometime about the uh, the baseballs that were measured at different points in the season. Oh, the Aaron Judge thing? Yes. Uh, let's go yeah. ahead and do it. I'm, I'm out of football for now, right? Oh, okay. Well, we don't have, we got four and a half. Okay, years. fine. Next time. But hey, we need to figure out next time. Fascinating story. And listeners, if you haven't heard anything about that, it's an uh, it's, uh, uh, interesting conspiracy <laughs> i yeah I, I need more people to report it to be able to want to really do much with it confidently but i'm like wow that's a doozy if it's true all right so let's talk the rest of the week for the pod yep. chris and i are gonna hang out friday Yay! in frozen salina kansas yes so we need to hear from the listeners i'm, I'm just doing this on the fly should we record Thursday before I leave for Colorado, or should we record together in person Friday it's somewhere in Salina that we have no idea where, with potentially my kids in tow? <laughs> to preview the Christmas Eve Bills Bears shellacking. Yeah, I didn't realize till today that's a Saturday game. Okay. Yeah, all the games but three are Saturday. There's only three on Sunday. I'll actually be able to concentrate and focus in church Sunday morning. Yeah. How long has it been? <laughs> uh, about 15 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you suck, Chris. Wait, you guys have Christmas morning church? My church is doing it Saturday afternoon. We're, well, doing, I won't be uh, here anyway. we're doing like a real scaled back service. I think there's going to be no uh, music or singing of any kind, just some like reading of the christmas story from the gospel mm. stuff like that kind of thing gotcha so yeah so anyway tell us what you yes. think we should do dear listener please tell us because doing it something in person has the potential for mayhem and disarray which would be awesome i think <laughs> it's yeah it's, it's, it's either going to be great or total chaos which may also be great mm -hmm. or gonna be like we don't know where we can actually do this and no one's gonna be able to hear us over the noise or something yeah. we'll be on remote on remote in salina kansas 
We'll get a sponsor in Salina, Kansas for our Bears pod. <laughs> yeah, well, well, there is a nice coffee shop that might work. But, uh... We're at the Denny's here in Salina. <laughs> Plus, I have no idea when I'm going to get there. I'm yeah. doing the big, long part of the drive first. Mm-hmm. So I can hopefully catch most of the Bears game the next day. Yeah. So, as long right. as you give me like an hour and a half heads up, you know. So I'll just let you know when we hit uh, the land of Mahomes. Yes, that's right. Well, that's Missouri. Yeah, but Kansas City would be like when I text you. Oh, I think. Okay. Gotcha. I'm with you now. Okay. Uh, you we're now. at I'm a KC. The I'm gonna, like, head up to Salina. Yeah. Uh, it's about two and a half hours, I think. Oh, it's further than I thought. But I'll be, you know, that'll be fine. Okay. Then I'll know. Okay, I can play a little more Candy Crush before heading out. Or something like that. Uh, I thought you were playing Rocket League now. Yeah, I don't play Candy Crush. No, that's my son, my oldest son. Played. I know, but you got to start playing Rocket League because you don't know what, what's going on over there. Yeah, I suppose so. You Speaking said, of- I'm just going to tell everyone, you said there was a Packers fan involved thanks to Rocket League. So there is. And she's going to com- have to start playing, mister. Uh, yeah, she's coming this weekend. Apparently, mm-hmm. or this week while I'm away, but I'll meet her when I get back. But not only a Packers fan, a Cardinals fan. So for me, oh man, totally like bad for my you. My son's ultimate rebellion. I mean, at least my daughter dated an atheist for a while. We always hurt yeah. the ones we love, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Take us out of here. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Barely Educated. Uh, the Bears, another. Yeah, they lost, but uh, hope for the future, especially in QB1. Please uh, interact with us on Twitter if you got some thoughts, at barely underscore educated. Email us at barelyeducatedpod at gmail.com. And we will talk to you in a few days, maybe from Salina. We'll see what happens. Let us know what you think if we should try to make that happen. All right, take care. We're on a mission from God. You guys ever go to Sunday school? Bears! Bears! Bears. I love the bears.